Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TF Today. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program online. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, team. How are you? If it had been Jimmy Garoppolo against um, <laughs> Joe Joe Burrow, that's hard. That is that's what we were hoping for, just because um, it would be incredibly difficult. I would still I would go with Joey B, but that would have been a lot more difficult to choose between because of their on field play. Yes, they are phenomenal quarterbacks. Today is Monday, January thirty first, twenty twenty two. Two hundred ninety seven days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. To Jonathan the Tortoise. Jonathan the Tortoise. What did you tell me about this? The, he is, today is his birthday, and he is the longest living animal on the planet right now. He turned 109, or is turning, I should say, presently turning 190 today. Okay. All right. One. Oh, uh, two thoughts. One. Shout out Goo for the fun fact, by the way. Um, one. Happy birthday, Jonathan. I do not mean to besmirch you. Big doings. Hope you have a great day, buddy. Two, how in the world do we know that he was born on January 31st? <laughs> we don't. We don't. We're guessing. I buy I buy that we have forensics and things that we can do to, to, figure, to figure out, out that he's age. around between 189 and 191 years old. Yeah. Right? I buy that. I do not buy that we have the forensics to be like, oh, he was born on January 31st, 190 years ago. Yeah. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. That is marketing at its best. <laughs> I'm being marketed to, and I know it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jonathan. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Episode 1,323. On today's show, folks, we're going to talk a little bit about realignment, show you how it works. Uh, and then back after the show, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we caught up with the head coach of the Lubbock Coronado Mustangs, Coach DJ Mann. After his first year at the helm, we were over at the DFW Clinic in Grapevine. Caught up with that mad lad. I tried to steal his hat. We'll talk all about that coming up here at the back half of the program. All right, Pickle. By the way, we're not doing first four through the door because, surprise, we're on tape. Um, all right, Pickle. UIL realignment's Thursday. Fact. We've got our UIL realignment special coming up 9 a.m., probably 8.55 a.m., to be real honest. Yeah. 8.55 a.m. on Thursday. Uh, the alignment will be released at 9 a.m. We will have instant reaction and instant breakdown of every classification across the state. 
We're very excited about that. Mm-hmm. We should be, I'll just say this, we should be live from Birdville, where there's going to be a bunch of coaches milling about, finding out the alignments. Mm-hmm. There is big weather yeah. potentially in the forecast. You're our chief meteorologist. What What are you saying? Yeah, it's supposed to be down in the teens, and it's about a 90% chance of snow because of uh, there's like a huge rain cell that's also moving in with the cold front. So the chances of there being ice on the road is very likely. Okay. And especially at that hour, which would be in the morning. So, so, so no matter what, we'll have our we'll have our realignment special. It yeah. may be uh, push comes to shove, it'll be here in the studio. Yeah, we might have to trek through you know yes. miles of snow. Correct, but we you know it, that <laughs> that's an easier there. drive than it would be to. Oh build. no, we're walking. So, so anyway, <laughs> we we will have the realignment special no matter what by hook or crook. Uh, come hell or high water on Thursday. But knowing Texas, it'll like it'll be 80 degrees on Thursday, and this won't hit until like Sunday. Yeah. So Sounds who knows? <laughs> In any case, um, you're probably thinking UIL realignment. What's that? Uh, we get a lot of questions every single year about how, and, and, and it's probably good to do a, a primer, uh, like mm-hmm. a refresh, even if you are a Texas high school football nerd, as to how uh, Texas high school football is laid out and aligned here is how it works, our presentation on how Texas high school football works, 2022 UIL realignment. Everyone knows that Texas high school football is king. But as big as the state championships may be, perhaps the biggest day of the Texas high school football calendar comes every other February. Let us explain. Dave Campbell's Texas football presents How Texas High School Football Works, UIL Realignment. Let's start with the basics. The UIL is the University Interscholastic League, the governing body for extracurricular activities in Texas public schools, including Texas high school football. And they have a big job. There are 1,253 Texas high school football teams in the UIL, and they come in all shapes and sizes. The largest school in Texas is Allen, with 7,102 students. The smallest school in Texas with a football team is Dell City with 14 students. In other words, the largest school is 507 times bigger than the smallest school. These schools are also spread out. The distance between the westernmost school, Anthony, and the easternmost school, Burkeville, is 764 miles. That's farther than the distance between New York City and Atlanta, Georgia. So how do you make Texas high school football work with all these variables? We told you the UIL has a big job. Every two years, the UIL redraws the districts in which Texas high school football teams play. We call this realignment. It starts in October on snapshot day. That's the day that every school turns in their enrollment number, how many students attend their school to the UIL. The UIL gathers this data And then it's time to divide the schools for the first time into six roughly even classifications. For example, if your school has fewer than 105 students, your school is placed in class 1A. If your school has more than 105 students, but fewer than 249 students, your school is placed in class 2A. This goes on and on all the way up to class 6A, which is comprised of schools with more than 2,225 students. So now we have the schools separated into six relatively even classifications, but there's another important step before we really get going. In class 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A, 
The UIL splits those classifications in half into two divisions. They're called Division I for the bigger schools and Division II for the smaller schools. So let's take Class 3A as an example. Class 3A is comprised of schools with an enrollment between 544 students and 250 students. There are 204 of these schools. The midpoint here is 360. There are 102 schools with an enrollment between 544 and 360. Those 102 schools will be 3A Division I. There are 102 schools with an enrollment between 359 and 250. Those 102 schools will be 3A Division II. Okay, so we've now divided the schools into classifications and divisions. Here comes the fun part. It's time to divide these teams up into districts based on where you are in the state. Think of it like this. The goal is to play teams of comparable size that are closest to you. There are 32 districts in each classification. Districts 1 through 32 in Class 6A and districts 1 through 16 in each division of Class 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. Those districts also fall into four regions. Region 1 is the first quarter of the districts, Region 2 is the second quarter of the districts, and so on. Generally speaking, the districts start out west and snake their way through Texas clockwise. District 1 is usually as far west as possible, like El Paso, then through West Texas in the Panhandle into North Texas, into Central Texas and out to East Texas, down to Southeast Texas near Houston, then over to South Texas and finishing in the Rio Grande Valley. It's not always like this, but this is a pretty good rule of thumb. As we said, this is a tough job. Texas has clusters of schools in big cities and other schools that are way out by themselves, and they all need to fit together. For example, what do you do with a team like Stephenville? The 2021 4A Division I state champions have been in a district with Waco and Dallas-Fort Worth schools for the last two years, but they could very easily go west to the big country this time around. And there's a million other factors to sort through, like large school districts who want to keep all their teams together and schools that ask to play in a larger classification to reduce their travel. In the end, the UIL tries to make evenly divided districts of comparable sized teams in close proximity to one another for more than 1,200 teams across the state of Texas. Did we mention that this is a tough job? When the alignments are released, we will know what Texas high school football will look like for the next two years. And this is huge because it tells us what the Texas high school football playoffs will look like. To win a state championship, you first have to qualify for the playoffs by beating the teams in your own district. Then you have to battle the teams in your regions, the districts nearest to yours. And UIL realignment is the roadmap for all 1,253 UIL Texas high school football teams. They will then know the path they must walk to win a state championship. Now you know why every two years, UIL realignment is arguably the biggest day on the Texas high school football calendar. Get ready. There you go. UIL realignment, how it works, now you know. Uh, it's how everything gets divided, everything gets gathered up, and how Texas high school football is all put together. Um, thanks to our friends at Hometown Ticketing for sponsoring our realignment coverage. We will have wall-to-wall -wall coverage coming Thursday morning starting at 8.55 a.m. live. Uh, hopefully from Birdville, but if not, then 
live from here. We'll be waking up early to do that show. Mm-hmm. We're going to do back-to-back early shows. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and we're recording early today, so oh. it's a it's a strange week it's around tough. these parts. We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Pickle, this past Friday, you and I went out to... Grapevine. We, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a long trip for us. Man, yeah, I never. I thought we were never going to get there. To the DFW Clinic, um, uh, of course, a, a first-class event. Always appreciate them letting us crash their party uh, and pulled aside a couple of coaches, chatted them up. One of them is our buddy DJ Mann, the head coach of the Lubbock Coronado Mustangs, coming off of a 7-5 and five year, uh, a district championship. Uh, but he was not satisfied. Uh, he, he should be satisfied with his hat, though. A lot to get to in this. Here's my conversation with Lubbock Coronado head coach DJ Mam here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the DFW Clinic. I, I get all these puns confused. DFW Clinic, an outstanding clinic here in Grapevine, Texas, here with the head coach of the Lubbock Coronado Mustangs. It's Coach DJ Mann in his outstanding hat. Uh, Let's talk about, can I, can I just have this hat? No, nah, man, this, this hat is one of one. It's you know, one of one? This hat is one of one, man. I'm the only person with this hat. How do we make this how do we make it one of two? Because I'm I'm very interested in this hat. Man, I may give it to you and see if I can get another one made. Because you my guy. You're my guy. So I'll take I take care of my family, man, you know? That's why I hang out with DJ Man. All right. Let's talk a little bit about your first year as the head coach of the Lubbock Coronado Mustangs. Go to the playoffs. Seemed like you guys got better as the season went on. Uh, but that's me sitting from a, behind a desk on TV. Mm-hmm. You're on the sideline. How would you assess your first year there at Coronado? And, you, you know, we didn't get where we wanted to get. You know, mm-hmm. we wanted to be playing during Thanksgiving. Um, you know, winning the district championship, that was big. And, you know, having the opportunity for, for kids to sign to go to college next week is going to be an important thing. But, you know, in my opinion, man, we, we got a long way to go. That's interesting because I think there's a lot of people who would look around and say, hey, you know what, Coronado? Seven and five came with a whisker, knocking off a good Midlothian team in the second round. Let's get a playoff win, district championship. You know, you, you guys pull the upset for by many people off over over Tascosa. Not you, I know, but but you you would look at that and say, not good enough. Not fair. Not fair. Yeah, I'm, that's not our standard. Okay, you know, I don't I don't believe that's our standard. And I'm very proud of those kids. I don't want to kind of like downplay it yeah. and say, hey man, you know we didn't do what we were supposed to do, but. You know, we, we have big plans. You know, the expectations are really high. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I put a lot of pressure on my coaches and our kids to, to kind of take it to the next level. So, you know, that's what we're working towards doing and hope that we can get there. All right. You, uh, you, you've been in the job now for a year. What do you know about the job that maybe you didn't know when you took it? Man, you know, hiring guys to, to Lubbock, Texas is, is a tough thing. Um, it's a great place. It's just, you know, it's hard to get people to come out there, you know, if they've never seen it. And uh, I learned you you have to think big picture. You know, you can't, you got to go day by day, but, you know, everything you do, is go, there's going to be something that affects it, you know, three weeks down the line, maybe a month down the line. So you have to really think big picture when you're planning things, even like practice or off season or, you know, your athletic period. What are you going to do with this kid? You know, you just have to think on a grand scale, man. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about recruiting because I know that's a, a, a passion of yours. Yes, sir. Uh, you're always blowing up my Twitter feed about recruiting and things like that. Next week's National Signing Day. Yeah. 
from what are what are your emotions on days like that on on National Sign Day? Because I know you put a lot of work into stuff. What are days like next Wednesday like for Man, you? Man, it's a it's a very stressful day that morning. You know, making sure you got get all the paperwork taken care of, but. Man, it's, it's a day that, that's most important to me. Like, I want to play in the state championship. You know, I want to win the state championship. But, you know, signing day is, is like a national championship day to me because it's a big competition as, as far as getting kids signed and seeing how many you can have. But it's a relief because, you know, you get to see these kids smile, man. You get to see the, the weight come off their shoulders. You get to see the parents smile and cry. So, man, it, it's one of my favorite days. It's like Christmas to me. You know, you get to unwrap these gifts and see these kids sign these scholarships and go to the next level. But then, like, you know, we sign at 2 o'clock. At 2.45, I'm asking my recruiting coordinator, you know, how many can we do next year? You know, can we take it to another level, man? And it just doesn't it doesn't stop. Like it's it's a year round thing. All right. Uh you've got a neighbor out there in the eight oh six, a new neighbor there at the in, in, in the big chair there on the South Plains and, and Joey McGuire taking over at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about how you know how what what a big thing that is to have a Texas high school football guy there at the head coach at Texas Tech. But that's from me as a media guy. Yeah. As, speaking as a, as, as a high school football head coach in the state of Texas, what does it mean to have guys like Jeff Trailer, guys mm-hmm. like like Joey McGuire, coaching at, at the highest levels at the FBS level? Man, it's important, you know, it, it, because we can relate to those guys. Those guys can relate to us. And, you know, a lot of guys in this building right now have aspirations to be a college coach. So when you see Coach Trailer do it and you see Coach McGuire do it, you know, you say, hey, man, if we win enough games and we treat people right, you know, we earn that respect. We're going to have the opportunity eventually to sit in that seat, you know, if we do the right things. All right. Uh, 2022, your Lubbock Coronado Mustangs. Obviously, we don't know who you're playing. we still got realignment to go, things like that. But but when you take a look eight months before you're going to play a game, what has you excited about the 2022 Mustangs? Um, when you bring back a quarterback that threw for 3,200 yards. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that's fine. Yeah. You're into that kind of thing. When you bring back a kid that threw for 3,200, you're going to always have a chance. You know, when you, you can't coach experience, he's got 12 games under his belt. Um, he's seen all the defenses that you can throw at him. So we're excited, man. And, you know, we're, we're bringing a CU takeover back now. You know, right. I, I, I put that away a long time ago when I when I left Houston. But CU takeover is okay. coming now. I love it. And finally, uh, one of your seven wins this past year was, uh, was over Amarillo Paladero. The last time we talked... We talked about the game against Amarillo Paladero because, of course, Eric Mims, the coach there, he's an alum of, of Paladero. He's got, got them pointed in the right direction, obviously doing great things. You guys get the win. How much mess have you talked to Eric Mims? Man, I hadn't talked a lot. I actually owe him another L. You know, I need to give him another L to even it up because he beat me twice at Duncanville. Mm-hmm. But since we're head coaches, you know, my one win is bigger than the two mm-hmm. that he's given us. But... Man, it was fun. You know, I, I was talking so much trash during the game, like so much trash. During, like across the field, I'm yelling, I'm talking crazy, but it's all love. Like he's my brother. I, I really wouldn't want to play him again, to be honest, because yeah. I don't want to give him an L. I don't want him to give me an L because, you know, we these jobs are hard to get, mm-hmm. you know, so we have to protect ourselves. We got to protect our brothers, protect our records, you know, so. Man, it's all love, but yeah, I talk a little trash to him, uh, and he don't want to see us again. I would expect nothing less. DJ Man, appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you kindly, man. Thanks so much for watching that video. If you would like General more Mustang. and to be notified when they... Here he is, our buddy DJ Man, head coach at Lubbock Coronado Mustangs. Good talk with him, as always. Um, the whole staff had on great hats. They said that they're, it's the little... Mm-hmm. It's their little like local shop in Lubbock. I was like, if we go out there, we gotta. He's turning. We gotta I'm hook up you, the shop. I'm telling you, he's turning the eight oh. He's helping to turn the eight oh six into a big deal.
out there. Yep. Um, so it's good. Big doings. Appreciate Coach DJ Man taking a little bit of time and chatting us up. Let's go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. There are no comments because this is on tape. Yeah, I was fixing to say, this is going to be my final thoughts for today and tomorrow just because people need to recognize that we're not going to be on air um, at noon for Wednesday and Thursday. So a reminder, our National Signing Day show is coming up on Wednesday. That is at 10 o'clock in yeah. the morning. Yeah, by the way, I guess I should mention this. Yeah, I'm not going to throw out the graphic because yeah, the graphic beyond, is wrong. Yeah, the, the graphic is wrong. Uh, Isaiah Broadway, the running back from Lancaster, uh, reached out to us, and he said, hey, I didn't realize that my school signing day event was at the same time. So he's going to be doing it at school. Totally cool. Happy for him. Um, so he's going to be doing that. But we will still have uh, RJ Maryland and Jack Curtis uh, signing. We are looking into having a third. We mm-hmm. have a couple lines in the water. We'll see. Uh, but we uh, we hopefully will get somebody else in here. But, you know, we're, we... Well, there's the happy, thing. Happy for Isaiah Broadway. That's that's super awesome. Yeah. You get to do that at school. If y'all, if y'all know anyone, send us an email or something, yeah. you know, about who any. Who can come to Louisville. Yeah, who can come to Louisville and would, would love to be a part of it because we'd love to have them. We'd love so. to have them. So let us know. Uh, it's Ashley underscore Pickle 12 on Twitter. Let that's her know. That's true. Um, anything else? Um, oh, and, and then, then realignment at 8.55 in the morning on Thursday. So just yeah. be prepared for this to be a wacky week, friends. It's going to be a wacky week of shows, but we will have you covered stem to stern. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Lubbock Coronado head coach DJ Mann for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, normal time. Thanks for all today. <laughs>